What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Taking Shots, a sports gambling analysis podcast. I'm Nick Taskalos with my co-host, Addison Blome. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode one. This episode is going to be brought to you by Tequila and Limes. Uh, so I guess a little background behind that. Um, Addison and I are both 21 years old in college, and we decided why not have a podcast where you know we take shots during it, hence the name Taking Shots, and we discuss gambling and sports, especially football, for the upcoming NFL week. All right, so to start off the podcast for episode one, uh, we decided to take a look into the upcoming NFL season, talk about future picks that we might want to get into, uh, future picks we might want to take, and kind of give our opinions on why we think certain teams will perform the way they do and certain teams and players play, play well. Uh, so the first pick we are going to talk about is the upcoming NFL MVP. Um, now, we all know last year Patrick Mahomes won the NFL MVP. Uh, can he make it two in a row? Addison, yep. Addison, yep. <laughs> Addison, what do you have to think about that? Hashtag MVPat. I'm all on board the Mahomes train. Uh, this kid out of Texas tag under – Head coach down the NFL, Cliff Kingsbury, knows how to breed quarterbacks. Uh, Baker Mayfield, another example of uh, Kingsbury's coaching. Uh, I don't see any reason uh, Patrick Mahomes cannot repeat as NFL MVP. The Chiefs still have weapons offensively, a wide receiver. Andy Reid, an extremely offensive-minded coach. Love to see points put up in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, MVP 2020. I mean, so you're going for the young guy there. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean the opposite way. I'm gonna go with uh, Drew Brees. Been in the league since 2001, and he Season hasn't won. Season vet hasn't won yet, and I just think you know, this year coming off that terrible loss last year to the Rams with the non-passing interference call, blatant. <laughs> I'm just, I think, I really think Drew Brees is gonna take it home this year. He's gonna throw for probably the most yards out of any quarterback, and I think that is Debatable. gonna push. Debatable. Debatable. All right. Behind Tom Brady? Well, he's got plenty of white guys running around the field for him, so he should be know, he's got right, you. got Josh Gordon back. So Josh I don't, Gordon I don't back. He's reinstated. Yeah, reinstated. He, the, the Patriots are going to have to put up points this year. Patrick Chung just got uh, arraigned on a cocaine <laughs> possession, well, so that, here we go. Well, that, that's that's – more, that's, more you know, New that's, England that's, Patriots. That's defense. That's more New England defense. Patriot drug drama here. So, <laughs> uh, you know, just typical Patriot way. That's right. All right. All right. So if you couldn't tell everybody, um, I am a Patriots fan and my buddy Addison here is a Dallas Cowboy fan. How about them boys? Um, but, you know, it seems like, you America's know, team. prima donna Jerry Jones doesn't want to pay Ezekiel Elliott what he's worth. So, you know, I, get I, feel, I feel I feel good with uh, Zeke holding out for a little bit. Uh, he'll get his money. Jerry always does these big deals. He always likes to take it close to the end of the or the end of the preseason. But will he be ready? Will he be ready for He'll be ready. Zeke will be ready. The guy out of Ohio State, the guy does nothing but work out and run. I mean, he he's dropped weight down in Cabo after being there for a couple weeks. He's got it down. I think the last report I saw he got it down to about 230, 235. The guy's in shape. The guy's football smart. He's got an unbelievable offensive line blocking for him. Uh, he's gonna he'll be in Dallas, no problem, week one. Okay, okay, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh, so I guess after picking our first future for you guys and who we think is gonna go, I feel like it's only fitting that we take a shot and we you know kind of get it going. So what, like I said, 
our differential for this podcast is we actually don't mind drinking during it and giving you our buzzed and drunk thoughts throughout. So uh, here we go. Addison, take the shot first, buddy. Good luck. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Sponsored by Tequila and Limes. Woo! Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. And just for those listeners out there, Nick does take his shots with a lime. I do. I, I do. I call him a bitch every time. There, I take my shots straight. There's nothing wrong with taking it with a lime. It's what it's meant for. Yeah, it's not like a Corona with a lime, though. That that that's a great. Well, we're not drinking Coronas right now. We're drinking tequila. I know, but big big beer guy. Big beer guy. Big beer big guy. Beer guy. All right. So speaking of the Cowboys and the NFC, is, are the Cowboys your pick for the NFC Championship game? And Victor to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Realistically speaking, I'm gonna have to tone it, tone my my pride down here. I I do like the Cowboys to win the NFC East uh, and be the first repeat champions in a few years there. Uh, I know a lot of people are talking about Philly, but I think Dallas gets it done in the end uh, to win the NFC East. I do think they end up uh, getting to the NFC Championship, but against two against the Saints, and that's where I think that's where I think the Saints get get back at the Cowboys for their their win last year. Uh, make make it to the Super Bowl so to represent the NFC. So we're, so we're on the same page for the NFC because I also have written down here that I do believe the Saints will be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. I feel like you know they kind of have redemption from last year, and I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, absolutely all all year. And as they make it through the playoffs, most likely going to get maybe the first round by. They maybe have won home, last year. home field advantage. So we'll. We'll see, you know, maybe maybe we will see a Breeze-Brady Super Bowl, you know, and that could be the last year for both of them. Yep, and all the 40-year-olds around America will be thrilled. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't wait to see Belichick walk out there with a walker and Tom Brady behind him with a cane. Yeah, I mean, he'll be dragging the six rings with him, so you might want to might wanna put right. on your seatbelt. All right. Um, so our AFC Championship picks, you know, me being a Patriots fan, uh, you know, I, again, I would love to see him go back and win, but – I do think it is the the Chiefs that will make it out of the AFC. AFC. I think, you know, it would be our two NFL MVP contenders, Mahomes versus Breeze. You know, I think think Mahomes and their offense are just going to be too powerful. And a shocking pick that I think is going to represent the AFC in the championship against the Chiefs, the Colts. I mean, I know a lot of people have the Colts, you know, on their radar to look at, but I think – the Patriots will probably play the Chiefs uh, in round uh, two in the divisional round, so they won't be able to play in the AFC Championship game. The Colts will kind of just make it to the make it to the AFC Championship game, and there will be Chiefs Colts, and we'll we'll see what's going on. But I think the Chiefs are going to get it done and going to go to Super Bowl Fifty Four in uh, Miami. AFC side, I do have a little bit of a surprising one. I do think that if the Texans stay healthy, I think they they've always had that defense behind uh, behind the ball to keep games tight. It's just a matter of if their offense can put up the points. In the year that Deshaun Watson had last year, um, I don't I don't see his production dwindling whatsoever. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in football, uh, I, I think this team can make a run if they stay healthy, and that's going to be my pick to come out of the AFC. Oh, the Texans! Wow. Yeah, we're digging deep on that one. That's a reach. Uh, again, the show is called Taking Shots. Uh, <laughs> do not take these picks entirely, in, seriously, in their entirety, as we are under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Again, with gambling, um, you know, we never say gamble more than you're worth, and 
gamble to where you're broke. Well, we're just trying to give you our opinions. You know, we might be taking some of these picks. I mean, I'm definitely going to take the Super Bowl contender for a future before the season starts. So let's jump right into it. You know, we gave our two picks coming out of the NFC and the AFC. Who do we think is going to be the Super Bowl champion in 54 holding that Lombardi trophy in Miami? Got to go with Drew Bees and the Saints. Uh, I got, I've got Saints-Texans matchup. I agree. And I, I think while the Texans make quite a Cinderella run, if you will, a very unexpected team to get there in the first place, I do think that uh, the experience that Drew Brees has and Sean Payton, they have won a, they've won one together before. Uh, Michael Thomas just signed a big contract extension with the Saints. And if I'm not mistaken, the last time the Super Bowl was in Miami, the Saints won, right? That is that's, also correct. That's when it was raining and uh, Drew Brees put his headphones on his little kid when he was picking up that'd that trophy. Right so, after Katrina. Yeah, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be some story. And Drew Brees retires with a Super Bowl ring, kind of like Michael Strahan, kind of like all these guys. You get the ring, get the other ring, and you He'll bounce. be done. He'll be done. He'll complete his career. Makes total sense. Drew, just like Peyton Manning. Absolutely. All right. So we gave you uh, our little future picks here. Now we're just going to give some opinions on, you know, the upcoming season, some key games and key matchups and teams to look out for, and maybe some shockers, uh, some shocking teams that aren't expected to do bad and people have, you know, writing off saying they're going to win their division, make it to the playoffs, maybe even make it to the AFC Championship, NFC Championship game. Maybe give those picks as well. So for a shocking good season that uh, – I think a lot of people are undermining uh, is the Tennessee Titans. Don't disagree. I think the Tennessee Titans with uh, Marcus Mariota and the second-year head coach Mike Vrabel uh, with his aggressive play and aggressive uh, play calling, I think they're going to do well in the league. You know, Again, that game out in London last year when they could have won it, but they decided to go for two and didn't get it. Those kind of risky play calls and everything will ultimately – you know, either lead to the having a great season or just having a terrible season. Don't hate the pick. Out of also out of the NFC, uh, I'm going to go with the Hard Knocks crew and the Oakland Raiders. I mean, out of the AFC, I said the AFC. You said AFC. I said AFC, buddy. <laughs> Let's go back and listen to this one later. This should be fun. <laughs> anyway, out of the AFC, Oakland Raiders, John Gruden, a hundred million dollar man under ten year contract, featured on an HBO show. John Gruden, right where he needs to be. Derek Carr. Coming off an injury, lousy season. They're going to put it all together if AB can get himself into a fucking helmet. And they, they didn't figure that out yet? They, they have not figured out his helmet situation. He's got issues head to toe. I'm so confused with that helmet situation. Like, just wear a helmet. Is it really? It, I mean, we've. I mean, I've played football, but I played, you know, in middle school. Didn't really play in high school, so I don't really know. Seriously experienced right here. It is. It, it is. is. But, you know, my uh, experience lies in other expertise, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I didn't really know a helmet made that big of a, that big well, of a the, difference. Well, and the thing is, I mean, if you look, if you've seen pictures, it, it is essentially the same exact face mask he was wearing while with the Steelers in Pittsburgh. He's the, the view from the face mask is going to be exactly the same. There's no, there should not be any issues with the bar, but I, I think his issue is the way the helmet's sitting. I guess it, it puts the bars of the face mask in a different place. And I guess it is messing with his vision, but I don't know how, I mean, this guy's a freaking <laughs> prima donna. I mean, between him and Le'Veon Bell, I think the Steelers were the big winners in getting those two out of there. Uh, however, there's no denying Antonio Brown's talent. The I guy, mean, the guy's an absolute future Hall of Fame wide receiver. Um, and he, this year, Derek Carr's got some weapons to go to. Their defenses, uh, you know, coming together. Uh, I, I think this is a team that that could really surprise people. 
All right. Uh, before we get into what we think is going to have a bad season from an un- unexpected team, uh, I guess we'll take a take another shot. What do you say? What do you say, uh, Addison? All right. Grab one more. Here we go. Go ahead. Cheers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tequila. <coughs> <coughs> why i should take a line <coughs> won't be coughing no we're good won't be <coughs> coughing all right well kind of segue into what we were talking about before the shot bad teams i have the pittsburgh steelers probably not having a good season this year you know all the drama yes the drama with antonio brown Le'Veon bells behind them but um, a lot of people have them have them win the afc north and i just i don't see it i don't see i think roffsberger is gonna have a bad year i think he's gonna throw for a lot of interceptions I mean, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, he's going to probably have a great year uh, wide receiver as anyone's going to have with Ben Roethlisberger. But, you know, for him, young age, he's got a bright future ahead of him. But I just don't see I just don't see that happening. And who'd they, who'd they lose? They lose the offensive coordinator like last week, last they offensive did. coordinator. I mean, that, that could have redemption on it, you know, playing for him. But, you know, I just – I don't think – and Mike Tomlin, wide receiver coach, actually. wide receiver coach, wide receiver okay. coach. Yeah, I mean, I don't see, I see Mike Tomlin's play calling, uh, aggressive, you know, aggressive play calling, kind of like Mike Ray. Well, again, it's going to be someone if you know they can access or complete these fourth downs, complete these two point conversions that they like to go for, can make or break a season. You know, that one loss to you know the Ravens could could be costly, or loss to even the Browns. Yeah, that's true. I think another another team that people are pretty high on this year that I, I, I do think could struggle, not not tank necessarily, but definitely have a, a rough go of it. Right now, NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, a lot of people like their chances. Uh, with Carson Wentz's new deal, uh, you know, I, I don't know what people love so much about Carson Wentz. I mean, the guy's been hurt two of his three years, hasn't really completed much of a full season in the season he did play. It wasn't anything special. I mean, I don't see where this guy's worth the money. Um, you know, that is, I'm also a Cowboys fan, so, you know, no, you the dirty birds. You don't, think, you don't think Daniel Jones and uh, is going to lead those Giants once, they, once they sit well, Eli? See, that's the thing. Now, Daniel Jones could lead the Giants, but – Eli Manning is is too proud to ride the bench, and they're not going to put Daniel Jones in unless they. Well, he's not to too it. proud to ride the bench. You got the Manning family controlling the Maras and and uh, telling telling him he needs to play regardless. I think I think if the Giants lose, if they if they lose three in the first four, which I think they will, they need to turn it over to Daniel Jones and Eli needs to go bye-bye. Do you believe what OBJ said uh, in the last week when he said that it wasn't uh, business? It was kind of just a personal decision for them to for them uh, to get him out of there and try to end his career in in Cleveland, which is probably the worst place. Even LeBron left. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the worst place anymore. There's a lot of hope coming out of Cleveland now. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. And that offense that, I mean, every preseason game I've watched, there's a lot of promise behind that team. Um, it's tough to say the NFL is such a business that it couldn't have been a completely personal move. There. It had to be business. It, had, it, was, it, a, it was a lot of business. I'm not going to say strictly business, uh, but it is risky business. Hashtag Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> but 
you know, that, that being said, uh, there, there are definitely a clash of personalities there. Uh, he definitely did not fit well within that organization. And it was, it was probably a good move for the Giants to go ahead and get him out. And I think he couldn't have ended up in a better place than Cleveland with that young system that they have going on. Uh, and I'm excited to see what that team does this year. Yeah, I mean, if you want to send him somewhere in his career, send him to the Bills. I mean, they got no one throwing the ball. Bills. I mean, I mean, besides Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks good in shorts, uh, but <laughs> big hands too, right? Big, big. Thanks, hands. part of my take. Yeah, uh, gonna have to, you know, shouts out, shouts, uh, <laughs> shouts out. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think we got some good things coming out of Cleveland in the next few years. All right, so I mean, we'll talk about these games. Uh, for this next little part here, we'll talk about these games in our weekly episodes once the season starts, you know, um, of key games to look at. But real quick, kind of just going through a couple games that I jotted down about um, are going to be impactful games for the season and for everyone's uh, season and future for, you know, making the playoffs, redemption games. So, I mean, the first game I had on my list, you know, being a Patriots fan, first Patriots-Dolphins game. September 15th in Miami. Miami Miracle. Miami Miracle. We all know how that turned out. I know it all too well, and you were texting me when that happened. One of the happiest days of my life. I haven't witnessed a Cowboys Super Bowl, so watching the Patriots lose to a shitty Dolphins team like in that fashion just made my day. I mean, it's early on in the season. It will still probably be hot in Miami September 15th. What are you you thinking? What What are you... What do you think that's going to happen for that? I mean, I think, I think the Patriots and Tom Brady, if you can figure out Miami, he's going to step on their throats and it's going to be like a 50 point game just to say like, fuck you to the, fuck you to them. Like it's ridiculous. It's going to, I think, yeah. One, one of two things is going to happen down there. It, it's going to be what you said. The Patriots are embarrassed on how they lost that game against Miami last year and they come out and it's just an absolute obliteration and an avalanche of points uh, in New England's favor. But what I actually do think is, the Patriots are notorious for starting slow. They, you know, the last couple of years they've gotten out to slow starts and every sports network in America is like, oh, Tom Brady's done. He's going reti- to, he's, he's not what he used to be. They're going to have to find a replacement. And I, I think it is typical for New England to struggle out of the gate and specifically struggle against Miami to name a specific opponent. Uh, so that I, the, that's the strongest competition in the AFC East, I think, this year. I mean, I know people are thinking the Jets coming up strong, getting Le'Veon and have Sam Darnold as their quarterback, but I just I just don't see it. I I do think the Jets could give a little bit of push in the AFC East this year. Uh, you know, get us back to what it was like in the early 2000s, where we had a little bit more competition coming out of the AFC East. But uh, yeah, I, I still think the Patriots are going to win that absolute pillow fight of a division. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, there's no contest there, but I do think the Patriots stumble early, lose to Miami. Okay. Wow. But it's a, it'll be a, clo- it'll be competitive. Little, it'll be little, close. A little biased, a little biased, you think? Uh, there's bias, but it, I, I think at the same time, I look, just look at the facts. The, the it's Patriots. Right. It's right. I'm also biased. Yeah, I'm also biased. I, it's all right. I'm biased and my pick's coming up as well. All right. That's why you never bet on your team. Never bet on your team. We, we know that except when I bet on the Patriots to win Super Bowl 53 and uh, even that was a pillow fight, but we walked away on top. It wasn't much of a Super Bowl. I was a it was a glorified it was a, yawn. It was a bowl. It was, a bowl. It, it was a bowl. It wasn't a Super Bowl. Um, one more pick. I mean, that I have here, a little bit of a personal one. You know, being you know Patriots fan, Aston being a Cowboys fan. November twenty fourth, Sunday before Thanksgiving, big day in New England, big day. Cowboys Patriots. It's probably going to tear this podcast apart. It you might, know, that, might, that, that record, we might not make it a full season. We, you know, we're going to be apart for Thanksgiving. You know, being in college, we're going home. We're going to our houses and everything. So, 
it will be interesting for the the episode uh, for the upcoming week recapping that game recapping it'll be emotional it will uh, be emotional it, there might be some tears maybe shed by the loser uh there there may be oh, a little bit will of, might be will might be. be will be mo- probably by me uh, <laughs> to, if i'm gonna be totally honest I, I up in new england if it was an at&t stadium jerry's world it might be a different story but that's another four years from now when they read uh, when they do that yeah, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> Tom Brady will finally be gone. Belichick will be in a coffin. Uh, yeah, you know, Zeke will be traded to the Browns. Yeah, Zeke, you know, Zeke will probably be running for the Patriots at that point, just because <laughs> Robert Kraft's still going to get be getting blowies in his Mashad's parlor. Uh, hand, handy, handy, handy. Oh, sorry, he didn't. He, he didn't pay top <laughs> dollar over there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with those two games. On my side, I, I got a little bit of. Uh, bias in both of my games as well that I'm looking forward to. Both Week 14 games, actually. Big weekend in the NFL season. Uh, first matchup I'm looking at is a rematch of Patriots-Chiefs mm. uh, from mm. last year's AFC Championship. Is it in New England? or uh, This game, I think, no, I think actually, it's in I think it's in Kansas City. Yeah, because the game opening night two years ago uh, when the Patriots lost to the Chiefs, it was in New England. I think they're back in Kansas okay. City. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Again, we... <laughs> Are under the influence. Yeah, just a little. Uh, I think it's in Kansas City. Okay. Either way, two high-powered offenses, probably two of the best teams in football uh, last year and again in this year. Going to be a wild one there. Uh, second game I'm looking you know, forward to. Well, first, before we comment on that, for our gambling viewers out there, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the opening line for that week's over-under is. Bet the over. Bet the over for that game. Heard you know. it here first. Bet the over. <laughs> Bet the over in that game. I mean, Unless it's at 100 like it was for uh, midway through the Rams-Chiefs game last year, I'd say bet the over even if it was 80. You know, yeah. I, I see it being, you know, 47-42. I <laughs> see 85 and a half points there. <laughs> uh, what's the second game? Second game, second game is going to be my Dallas Cowboys playing the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Hashtag Chi-Town. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. And uh, they'll, be, they'll be in Chicago uh, week 14. Bears – Heavy playoff contenders, really Super Bowl favorites last season until Par- Cody Parkey had a little doink doink. Uh, double doink. Double doink off the upright, off the crossbar. We all remember that well. Cody, hope you're doing well with that, uh, that laundry mat you're working at now. Uh, I, I see Carly Lloyd from the U.S. Women's National Team can kick it a little bit better than you from 55 than you did at about 40. Uh, but, yeah, two, two really solid teams going at it that week. Uh, two really interesting games, I think. Uh, that that Cowboys Bears game is going to be a back and forth one. Trubisky's had an un- unbelievable season last year. Uh, I do, however, like the Cowboys to squeak out a close one, probably last second field goal if Brett Maher can get his head out of his ass this preseason. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably a good game to look forward to. And one more game on my end before we get into our quick college football talk for this upcoming week: uh, Giants versus Jets. November 10th, Battle of New York. Battle of I Big mean, Apple. Battle of Big Apple. They have, you know, two teams, the Giants losing OBJ and, you know, maybe Daniel Jones in November. Revamped Eli he's, Manning. He's playing revamped Eli Manning versus those newly newly defined Jets, Sam Darnold and Some Le'Veon sexy Bell. New and those new, those new unis. I mean, I, I do see the Jets winning that game. I do see... I do see them, you know, it's going to be a mixed crowd. It's not really going to be any home field advantage there. Um, I just I just see the Jets pulling that out and holding the title for New York for another four years. Yeah, the Jets are going to come out looking like a CFL team with those new uh, new uniforms. Le'Veon Bell's first time in, in the big city. 
Uh, I, I do like the Jets. Uh, I'm sorry. I never like the Giants. I do like <laughs> the Jets to come out there and, uh, and take it to the Giants and Eli Manning. All right. Sounds good. So uh, we're going to take one more shot real quick, and then we'll uh, talk about uh, the upcoming Florida versus Miami game on Saturday, and we'll see we'll see what's going on with that. <coughs> All right. So looking ahead, switching gears to the college football season. Week, start- week zero. Week zero. Week, week zero. zero. So <clears throat> Florida-Miami. Right now, Florida on FanDuel's app, FanDuel Sportsbook app, Florida is minus seven, minus 300 money line, and the over-under for that game is 47. Unbelievably low, tragically low for a college football game. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the Arizona-Hawaii game, the one after the 10-30, over-under for that game is 74. You flip them. I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, I think Florida, I think you take Florida minus seven, you know, paying out minus 110. Uh, I think Florida, Florida for that. I think it's going to be a runaway. I think it's going to be a runaway. Oh, nice. It's Florida. Florida's. This think, game's in Miami. In Miami, but is it in Miami? I think it's in Miami. Actually, yeah, Florida's going to yeah. be visiting Miami and visiting the Canes. Uh, you know, these these early early in the season games are always tough. Maybe always tough rivalry. It's a rivalry, in state rivalry. You, know, you never know what you're going to get coming out of the, the game. minus three hundred money line. I mean, that just shows that they're really pulling for. It's a big favorite. I do think Florida's absolutely going to win in these kind of games. I feel like will it be a field goal. I mean, I no, no, I, I, I do think they win, win by double digits here. So, so you take the minus seven. Yeah, I, I think Florida covers. I think Miami's going to come out and, and make it a game in the first quarter. They might jump out to a quick lead, whether it's a field goal right off the bat or a quick seven zero. Um, first, but, first drive type of thing. Yeah, first drive, come out, kind of, you know, get everybody going to start the season. But I mean, Florida, Florida's been in this position so many times. They're they're not going to be rattled. They'll come out second half and just and just tear this thing wide open. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I personally, I think I'm going to be taking the over, over 47 for this game. You have to SEC team. I think I just think the over 47. I mean, I hate to say it in gambling. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm going to knock on wood there. But I think it might be a lock there. Um, I would take Florida in a lock. You'll take Florida with the points in the lock. Absolutely. All right, you're gonna you know put down put down that money. Uh, yeah, I'll put my money where my mouth is. Florida's right. gonna come out in a lock, cover that seven point spread. No All right. doubt about it. All right, sounds good. I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, we're we're both we're both you know amateur gamblers. We're nothing to be too crazy about. Uh, you know, I I've only been gambling for a little bit on sports. For a little bit and you know i've had some success had some downs you know uh what was it the nhl playoffs well we're watching so, nhl playoffs are tough i'm a, i see now this is where my backstory comes in i'm from massachusetts originally boston sports fan across the board except for football i cannot stand the goddamn <laughs> patriots but uh yeah we were watching the nfl playoffs last uh last semester while we were here and we were at school and it was just you know, I, I was betting the Bruins all the way through, yeah. and you know they were going so good. I was then, up, I was up one hundred and fifty dollars on the Bruins in my bets. Went all in on Game Seven. Ugh, uh, game Seven wiped me out. Game Seven at home in Boston for a third championship of the year. Ugh. And it, don't even had, say it. it's coming back some memories. Had to think it was a lock, and and that one hurt the next morning. Yes, yes, it did. Yes, it did. But you know, we we came back and we. We made it up. Uh, oh, this past summer, I hit a miracle of a parlay. Um, you know, I was just 
I was down in the dumps a little bit, as you would say. And was that seventeen seventeen parlay? No, it was it was originally a sixteen parlay. Sixteen, uh, but uh, the Phil- it was all baseball. But then the Phillies game, I forgot who they were playing. The Phillies game, they they uh, the game got postponed because of rain and it got canceled. So it turned into a five team parlay, mm-hmm. and I put seventy down and won seven hundred on the game. So it was that was a good not a bad day. That was a good that day was at a, the office. That was a good Monday. That was a good Monday. It made my Monday a lot better, but uh, it, yeah, it's gambling sucks. I mean, gambling but, does suck, but uh, this I think it's a better addiction than uh, smoking. What do you uh, think? Um, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's stick with betting money in your future. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you know, no money, no smoking. So you, you know, you got gambling yeah, is definitely exactly more important. We got to win priorities. Uh, but that that is a good uh, actually got me thinking about it. I'm on a little bit of a run as of late. Uh, down to a dollar. See, this is this is this is where this uh, Boston Bruins game comes in. Game seven, game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals in Boston. Go all in, one hundred and seventy dollars on the Bruins. Big loss. Down to a dollar in the Bovada account. Uh, today, log back in for the first time in a couple months. Dollar six in the bank account. We're gonna go ahead and and ride out the roulette table a little bit. Got that dollar up all the way back to seven dollars. <laughs> We're gonna we're putting we're putting five on the New England Patriots to cover their four point spread over the the Carolina Panthers tonight. So we're on a bit of a run. Gonna try to see how long I can let that dollar ride and how far we can take it. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna keep up on that dollar throughout the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, hope uh, this is something that'll keep you guys a little entertained, give you some insight on what we think. You know, our drunk asses on what we think is gonna happen in the NFL weeks, and then as NFL postseason, uh, not NFL postseason, MLB postseason. Get a little ahead of yourself. Yeah, MLB postseason starts rolling around in October. We'll talk about some of those games coming up. But until then, uh, we'll see you guys when week one starts, and we'll see how our bets did uh, come February. So we'll close it out with one more shot here. Close it out with one shot. Here we go. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Stay sloppy. <laughs>